Hey, you guys, happy Saturday. I am your host, Eileen Bocanegra, and you are joining me here at the Living Encouraged podcast show. I'm so happy that you have taken the time out of your day to be here with me. And that just gives me so much joy and excitement just to know that you're hanging out with me today on this Saturday. We're having a little combo. We're going to be talking a little bit, you know, and just kind of hanging out, right? Uh, I, I love it. I love it. I love doing this podcast show, you know. In the very beginning, I remember I was so nervous. I was didn't know what to talk about. I was so nervous all the time. And and until one day I said, you know what, I just got to do it. I just got to stop being nervous and afraid and feeling insecurities and stop with all the mess and get rid of all that clutter that was going on in my head that was creating a discouragement in my my mind and, and it was pulling me away from doing what I really wanted to do and you know what thank God that God gave me the strength and the clarity and the courage to be able to step out and jump into what I'm just so passionate about and that's the Living Encouraged podcast the Living Encouraged ministries and also the Blossom Flowers blog I love what I do and to be able to do it full time is such a blessing because I remember the years where I just pleaded with God and prayed for a time such as this and little did I know that that entire time that I was praying God was just preparing me for this season and you know what I am on my third year here at home and I love it I love 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 it that I could be here with y'all you know and I get to do so many great things, working on new projects, and just so much fun excitement going on. So today, I want to talk to you about the clutter, right? What clutter are you dealing with? So today, we're going to talk on the subject, how the clutter in our lives affects our mind and health. That's what we're going to be talking about today. How... How does clutter affect our mind and health? And I'm not just talking about mental clutter. I'm talking about physical clutter. I'm talking about the clutter in your room, the clutter in your office, the clutter, you know, in in our minds, the the, the constant thinking, the overthinking. I'm t- we're going to cover it all. So get ready. Join me for today's podcast. Uh, stay here. I'll be right back. Love you. Hey, 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 Eileen Bocanegra here with Living Encouraged Podcast. I just want to share real quick with you a lot of the new things that are taking place at BlossomFlowers.com, also at LivingEncouraged.org. I'm not sure if you realize this, but if you sign up and you subscribe for free for either Living Encouraged or Blossom Flowers, you get our free monthly magazine. That's right. You get it sent straight to your inbox as soon as you register and subscribe. And remember, it's all free. So you want to hop on over to livingencourage.org or blossomflowers.com or both and hop on over and subscribe today and get in the know. Become an LE Insider at Living Encouraged and get the She Is Brave magazine totally free. Also, we have got some exciting things happening. Woohoo! I wish I could, you know, just throw confetti all over the place right now. I probably can, but I'm going to make a mess in my office. So, 
What I wanted to share with you is the Blossom Flowers Collection. Newly launched, we have finally branched out at Blossom Flowers and Living in Courage. We now have we have our workbooks, our Bible studies, and I have my, my Journey with God book. Also, you can get the new collection of merchandise that we have available. We've got the babe t-shirt, and I'm talking about that Bible-waving, Jesus-loving, go-getting babe t-shirt. you got to get yours today. They're only 25 bucks. Hop on over to livingincourage.org or blossomflowers.com. Also, check out our merchandise. We've got some jewelry, the Blossom Flowers Collection, available now at Living Encouraged or Blossom Flowers. Check it out. We have got some beautiful charm braces, some natural stone braces. Oh, you are going to love it. It is fabulous. Definitely want to hop on over. Remember, livingencouraged.org or blossomflowers.com. Hop on over and let's get some shopping going on. Hey, you guys, so we are talking about clutter. Who here has clutter? Yeah, you know you want to raise your hand. You know you're looking across that room and you're looking at that pile of laundry in that basket just sitting there. You know that every time you open up your pantry, it looks like something's going to attack you. <laughs> if you're anything like me, you may have a little issue here and there with clutter, right? Clutter around your office, clutter in your room, clutter in your house, or maybe the garage is the hoarding nest of your life, right? That's the place where all the clutter takes place. Today, we're going to be talking about it, how the clutter in our lives affects our mind and our health. I want to share with you some things that have been going on here. So, you know, every time I go into my garage... It's, it's, it's a scary thing. You know, my garage houses everything. Ever since we got rid of our little shed out back, we have just piled everything in our garage. And over the years, cause we've been in our house for 17 years now. So over the years we've accumulated stuff. I say stuff in, in, uh, uh in a very gen- general kind of way, stuff, a lot of stuff. So just, just imagine it's filled with boxes and boxes of stuff that doesn't even fit in our attic anymore because our attic is filled with all the holiday stuff that we have, right? So here we have, you know, just things everywhere. And I finally decided this year that that was enough, you know? I, I started thinking about how much stuff do we have in there that's just all cluttered up, taking up space, and we don't even use it. Or we haven't even touched it for the last year or longer. I mean, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding you. We've got some things in there. So I finally made some calls and I'm like, hey, do you want any of this? Do you want any of this? And we started bagging and separating and we have been working on this. And I'm not joking because we take about one day out of the week to work on this. We have been doing this for the last couple of weeks, like literally decluttering our garage. And I I kid you not, you can walk in there and not feel like something's going to attack you anymore. (laughs) You can actually get through things without something falling over. I mean, I'm ashamed, but you know what? The garage is not my category. I leave that to Renee. So yeah, we're just going to scoot it on over to his side, right? 
because my to-dos, I take care of the inside of the house, not the garage. So, uh, yeah, so we, we have finally decided to declutter and I kid you not, it feels great. Like I remember I used to think, okay, no, I'm not going to give that away. I could sell it at a garage sale, right? Well, I'm not really big on having garage sales because I get hot and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be outside for that long. And, you know, I used to do it a lot over the years, but now I've just gotten so tired and I get so busy with everything else that I do that I really don't even have the time anymore these days. So I finally decided, you know what, we're going to donate everything, everything. We're going to give it away. So that's what we've been doing. And it has felt great. We have gained more space and more room. We have started the cleanup process and now we're looking at it in a whole new way. Now we're looking at, you know, the potential that our garage has now, right? So that's exciting to be able to do that. It it gives you this sense of peace when you declutter, when you get rid of the mess that's just hoarding everywhere, that's just hovering in your rooms, in, in your life. And clutter can also happen in our minds and in our hearts. We can... We can have all this clutter just lingering in our minds and in our hearts and, and our soul feels the weight of that clutter. Our mind feels the weight of that clutter. And I started doing some research and, and I mean, some of it, it's like, duh, you know, like, but we forget about it. We don't think about it. Uh, but I started looking into how clutter affects our health, right? And sometimes we don't realize that physical and mental clutter even emotional clutter affect our health and it can cause our health to dwindle. It can cause our mindset to just be tired all the time and not have any kind of clarity, not be able to focus because you've got too much happening in your head. And I don't know how many times I have seen friends uh, or I have spoken to people that have told me that they cannot sleep at night. And uh, they tell me that, you know, they'll be up till two, three, four in the morning tossing and turning and then have to get up at six something in the morning to go to work. And my heart goes out to them. And, and I just think about how I used to go to, through that, you know, and every now and then if I allow myself to fall into that state of mind, because that's what it is, it's a state that I pretty much allow myself to get into, you know, because I know what it takes to not stay in that position, but uh, sometimes I just ignore it. I ignore the signs that I'm getting overwhelmed or stressed, and before I know it, it affects me in my sleep. So one thing that I have found is that when we declutter in our lives, we declutter our, our homes, we declutter our surroundings, we declutter our, our office, our work environment, such as your desk, wherever you work at, uh, we also declutter our mind, right? We declutter our mind and, and our hearts from whatever's been lingering, lingering around and just kind of got to delete some of that from the database, right? Um, if you stop and you think about it, computers can only house so much storage. A lot of the storage that gets used up in your computer is from cookies and uh, if, if you've ever gone and you cleaned out your computer, you clean out the caches and the cookies and, and anything that gets downloaded in the background that you don't even see is downloaded in your computer, but it's there taking up space. 
And before you know it, you've already reached your max space on your computer. And now you don't even have any more room to save a document or anything. Now imagine our mind is the same way. Our mind has the ability to be able to store stuff. You look at something, right? And when you look at that one thing, you're not just looking at that one thing. You're looking at everything around it. It's just like, for instance, you go to to the park, right? And when you go to the park, you see the trail that you're on, right? So you're focused on going to walk on that trail. But you also notice the color of the grass and the trees and the flowers and the plants. And you look at, you notice the trees that are there, the different kinds of trees, oak trees, pine trees, pine trees. Uh, you notice the people that are there. These are all the different things that are being downloaded into your memory bank. Yeah, you didn't think about that one, right? That never crossed your mind, did it? The only thing that you probably thought of was that, you know, you just went out for the experience. But in that experience, in that moment, you're downloading everything around you. Same thing works in a negative way. When you are in the middle of a heated conversation with somebody, or maybe you're at odds with somebody, with your spouse, with with a family member, what, whatever it is, you're holding on to in your memory bank, the things that the person did to you, how they made you feel, what they said to you, their reaction, their facial gestures, their body gestures, their hand signals. I could go on and on and on. No kidding. You're holding on to all that in your memory bank. And in your memory bank, the moment, (laughs) the moment that, that, uh, You feel you need that as your ammunition, you pull it out and you use it against that person. You say, remember in 19 blah, 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 when you did da, da, da. I didn't forget, right? Isn't that what we do, girls? Isn't that what we do? Like, we do not forget. We may forget. I had this conversation earlier with my husband because he was asking me about something. And he says, do you remember? And I said, honey, to be honest with you, I don't even remember half of what took place yesterday, much less what happened 10 years ago. Right. And, and he started laughing. I said, however, and I made a joke about this, uh, but in a way it, it was kind of true. I said, however, uh, in my memory bank, I remember a lot of the things that you've done. And he looked at me, he's like, OK, you need to let it go. You need to leave the past in the past. And I jo- I la- and I laughed and I was like, you know, I'm just kidding. And, and we were talking. Right. And then I got to thinking, I'm like, oh, my God, maybe I'm not kidding. Maybe I do hold on to things and, and I say, I forgive you. And I said, I let it go, but maybe, maybe, maybe I'm onto something. Maybe I have like a memory bank there with the file database of everything that has, that he has said in the past or done that has hurt me. Right. So then I got to thinking about that and I was like, wow. And so, you know, I was like, God search my heart and help me to really, really get clarity and and declutter my mind from the things that I've been harboring. If I've been harboring anything that has been hurtful, anything that has been painful, help me to let it go. And that's one of the steps that we have to take in order for us to regain a healthy heart, a healthy mind, a healthy mindset. When we hold on to the past when we hold on to pain, when we hold on to what other people have done to us, when we hold on to this in our memory bank, it's taking up space. 
and it's causing us to slow down just like our computer slow down when we use up too much space just like your phone does after you've gotten and i know this after you've gotten 2000 pictures on your phone your phone starts slowing down right i know this because i take a lot of pictures and for some reason i have trouble letting go even though i no longer need those pictures i have trouble letting them go and i realize that it's like okay i told myself this yesterday I take over a hundred something pictures just to get a few shots, good shots of the bar, of the products, right? And when I'm done, I need to go in and I need to wipe out my phone from all those photos because once I've uploaded it, I still have access to those photos somewhere, right? Well, and in that way, it's a good way because I'm decluttering so that my phone doesn't run slow and so that I make room for the new well, our mind works the same way. Our heart is the same way. When we let go of all that hurt, when we let go of all that unforgiveness, when we let go of the things that are holding us back, right? When we're deleting and deleting and deleting and removing whatever's in our mental hard drive, when we get rid of that, we're allowing room for all the new stuff, all the good stuff, all the great memories. And we're slowly pushing away the negative and filling it with positive. And that creates a healthy heart. That creates a healthy mindset. That creates a healthy body. And that's what we need. Uh, I, I learned years ago that if your room where you sleep is cluttered, if you have a messy room, right, uh, for instance, I used to always, when I was working, I remember I would wash clothes and I had three kids. I was trying to keep up with the kids, trying to keep up with work uh, and everything here at the house. And sometimes I would be so tired and I'd be washing clothes at 10 o'clock at night and I would dry it, put it in a basket, dry it, put it in a basket. And before I knew it, I had five baskets of clothes in my room. And then I would wonder why I would not get a good night's rest. Well, I learned years ago that if you have clutter in your room, clutter in your nightstand where you sleep, clutter on your dresser where you see it, you have a, a less likely chance to get a good night's sleep. In order for you to sleep comfortably and sleep good throughout the night, they say that when you declutter your room, your environment, where you're sleeping, you sleep better. And if you don't believe me, and if this is something that maybe you're dealing with, try it. Try it and see how it affects you over the next few nights. Another thing that I have learned and Renee has too. Renee has this thing about uh, having the floor clean, right? The floor having having like a fresh mopped look to it, right? And ever since I hurt my back, while I don't do too much of the heavy mopping, and that's usually where he comes in. And the way he sees it is, is when we're home on the weekends, he says, I like to start the weekend off by mopping the house first so that I can relax. He says, I can't relax when I see that the floor needs to be mopped. And that's his way of like literally decluttering in a sense, because mentally he's just thinking about that dirty floor. And if you, and it's really not dirty, but in his mind, he sees it as dirty right? Because he knows he hasn't mopped it. So he attacks that project first to get it out the way so that he can relax. I'm the same way with my kitchen. I can't relax, you know, after breakfast or after dinner. I can't relax if I know I have a pile of dishes sitting there waiting for me to come and take care of. So 
I always try to get to it after we eat so that I can relax for the rest of the day and not think about it. Same thing with my bed. I love to make my bed as soon as I get up because it gives me this sense of accomplishment and I can relax knowing that my room is pretty much done. As soon as I make the bed, clear out a couple of things that are on the floor, we're good. So as you can see, declutter physically helps you mentally and declutter mentally helps you mentally and in your health. Those are very, very important. So how do we declutter? How do we attack the clutter in our lives so that we can regain a healthy state of mind, a healthy body, a healthy attitude, a healthy life? How do we do that? First, we have to remove the physical clutter around us, right? We talked about that. Whether it's in your work office, home office, in your house, your your dining table, your kitchen, your kitchen counters. I recently decluttered my counters. And that gave me such a great feeling that it, it led me into my pantry. And I reorganized my pantry and now it's decluttered. And, and I've slowly been tackling different cabinets in the house. And boy, has this given me such a sense of accomplishment. And right now that we have been in a quarantine or it has been suggested that we try to stay indoors as much as possible, people have more time on their hands. This is the best time to use that time effectively and efficiently and get into decluttering around you. So reduce uh, the physical clutter around you. Second, mental and emotional clutter. You got to leave the past behind. You got to stop overthinking. You got to stop dwelling on who said what, how they made you feel, and you have to let it go. I'm sorry somebody hurt you. I'm sorry that you've gone through something. I too have been through a lot, especially in these last few weeks. And I've had to really sit and think about all this and really, you know, I, I even got to a point where I was overanalyzing it and I had to check myself and say, no, no, this is not where we're going with this. We need to let it go. Cut the cord right here, let it go and move on. And that's what I did. So it's very important to leave the past behind. Leave behind in in your emotional clutter. You're dealing with doubt, fear, worry, feelings of always having to take care of everything yourself. Let it go. Let it go and move forward. Third, you got to get organized. Trust me, getting organized. Get your desk organized. Get your office organized. Get your home organized. Your closets your kitchen, your garage, your whatever it is in your life that needs to get organized, get it organized. Trust me, you're going to feel so much lighter. It's like like you're lifting off a weight from your shoulders. So get organized. And another way to get organized is create a to-do list. Create a to-do list of what you need to do for that week or create a calendar that shows you what you need to do each day or that week to be able to help you stay on track. I like to have a schedule that outlines what I'm going to do that week. Am I going to be working on a writing project or a magazine? Am I going to be working on the, 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 uh, the Blossom Flowers collection line, right? I, I sit aside time for everything and I allot this time specifically for that. So get organized and get your to-do list going. So we've been talking about getting organized and now what I want you to do is let it go. 
plain and simple. Let it go. Let go and get rid of what you do not need. The unnecessary stuff. And I'm talking about the unnecessary stuff that you've been hoarding in your garage like we did, right? We had to get rid of a lot of unnecessary stuff, you know? Uh, but I'm also talking about getting rid of the unnecessary thoughts. Mm-hmm. Come on, I'm calling you out because I did it to myself. God called me out on the unnecessary stuff that I have filed away and categorized in my brain. And then I wonder why my brain is so cluttered, right? Why my thoughts are so cluttered. So let it go. Let go of the unforgiveness. Let go of those negative thoughts. Let go of that negative thinking. Let go of that data bank that you've got in your head that is no good, is full of corrupt files, let it go, okay? Delete, 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 let it go. Get a fresh start and, and let your brain reboot, okay? So let go and get rid of what you do not need. Then I want you to reduce commitments, right? Oftentimes we commit to more than what we can handle and we don't wanna admit it. And sometimes it creates an overwhelm because we're thinking about all these things that we have to do. I remember when I first started volunteering at Lakewood Church, I was so excited because I was going to be a prayer partner. I was going to be a part of all these different organizations there at the church, you know, the women's ministry and in different facets of it. And, and, you know, as I was looking at my schedule, and at the time I was working and I was, I was working full time. I, then I had my coaching business on the side that I was doing at home and I was working on a book and I was volunteering at the church and not to mention on top of all that attending church service, you know, twice a week, sometimes three times, depending on what I was going for. And I started to feel an overwhelm. And overwhelmed with so much that I had tacked on. So I had to scale back. Unfortunately, I did have to scale back in my volunteering because I started to realize that, you know, as excited as I was about certain things that I was doing at the church, I realized that it was just too much that I was doing. And I had to pull the reins a little bit on myself because it, it was affecting me and in, in my spirit, right? And when I go in and I'm going to do something, I want to go in with all that passion and vigor, you know, as when I first started, you know, whether it's three months down the road or three years down the road, I always want to feel that excitement for serving. And we should always feel that way, especially when we're in a servant position. And uh, so I scaled back a little bit and I decided, you know, to, Create a schedule that was more feasible for me and not create these high expectations of what I think I can do versus what I can actually do. So it's okay. It's okay to scale back. It's okay to reduce the amount of commitments that we have given ourselves, right? You don't have to be at every event. And right now, you know, with COVID going on during this pandemic, we have had no choice to reduce our commitments, right? Our physical contact commitments that we had before. And I kind of found some relief in that because it's giving me a time to reboot. So this is a great time for you to declutter your life and reboot and really analyze the commitments that you had before and ask yourself, uh, how, how's your heart doing with that commitment? How are you doing with that commitment mentally? And is it something that you want to continue doing when everything opens back up? 
Or is it something that maybe you realize I need to scale back in this area, maybe not do many so many brunches or maybe not commit to so many events or or, you know, whatever it is that you're committing to uh, just really reconsider, reduce your commitments. And it's just going to be a way that's going to make give you a healthier way of living and a healthy state of mind. You want to maintain that passion for the commitments that you have. And then lastly, I want you to write it down. Write down whatever's whatever clutter you have in your life. If it's clutter in your home, clutter in your car, <laughs> clutter in your job, in your office, whatever it is, write down and make a list. This is what I need to do. That's what we do. We have a dry erase board and on the dry erase board, we had so many house projects that needed to get done. And I felt like we were just tackling here and there and everywhere, but we were never actually accomplishing one. And and finally, I just said, you know what? No, we ha- we're going to sit here. We're going to categorize our projects and we're going to stick to this project. Get this out the way before we get to the next one. Because in the very beginning, we thought we could do it all at once, but you can't. You have to categorize everything and you have to write it down. And um, whether it's a writing project, home project, or maybe it's your daily to-do list or weekly to-do list, write it down. We talked about that earlier. Getting organized and decluttering, it, it, it all takes for you to acknowledge where the clutter is. And that's where writing it down comes in. You're acknowledging the clutter in your mind and you're writing it down. You're acknowledging the clutter in your life and you're writing it down to make it plain plain sight so that you can see it and then you can eliminate it. That's right. That's what we're talking about. So how to clutter, sorry, how the clutter in our lives affects our mind and health is so crucial, right? It's so important that we acknowledge that we have clutter. We acknowledge where the clutter is and we take charge of that clutter and then we start the elimination process and that's called decluttering. So Join me. Join me on decluttering. I know we've been doing it a lot here in the house and I've been doing it mentally and uh, I've been decluttering everywhere. Even in my office right now, I'm staring at some boxes that we have, you know, set aside that we need to get rid of. So declutter. Declutter is such a blessing. Uh, You're not even going to miss it. Think about it. If you didn't wear it in the last 12 months, you're not even going to miss it. If you didn't use it in the last year, uh, you know, you're not going to miss it if you give it away or you put it in a garage sale. So declutter right now is the time to do that. I love you guys. And I pray that wherever you are in your life, wherever you are right now, whatever it is that's going on right now, whatever it is that you're dealing with, whatever clutter you have in your life, I pray that right now, right now that you start finding freedom from the clutter, that you start finding yourself free breaking that chain of clutter and just releasing yourself from whatever's bondage of clutter has been holding you down. Right now, it's time to break free from the clutter. So join me on getting clutter free. All right. I love you guys and I wish you God's best. And I pray that you are safe during the storm that is passing through our our, uh, state and other states in the surrounding area of Texas. So we're just lifting everybody up in prayers and just believing that that this storm is just going to come and just sweep on over and it's going to dissipate. I can't even get my words out. It's going to break down, right? Can't even get my words out. So it's going to break down and it's going to be gone. So 
God bless you. I love you. And I just pray that you are safe during these, these uh, difficult times that we're in right now. Hey, you guys, this is Eileen, and I just want to thank you for joining me today at Living in Courage. Uh, on today's podcast, we were talking about decluttering and how the clutter in our lives affects our mind and our health. And, you know, I gave you some really juicy nuggets today on how to be able to declutter your life uh, and in different areas, mentally and physically. So I want to give you one scripture that uh, is in Matthew 6, 21. And the scripture says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. So basically what it's saying is wherever your heart, wherever, whatever it is that you have treasured up, right? What is your treasure? What is it that you're holding on to? Well, that's where your heart's always going to be. That's where your mind's always going to be on. And sometimes the treasure isn't really a treasure. Maybe it's it's something else that that we're holding on to as though it's a prized treasure to us it's a valuable treasure and we're holding on to it but it's actually not good for us and you know if our heart is there with it and it's not good for us then it that that doesn't uh, help our heart at all if anything it creates us to have a heavy heart it creates us to feel a burden as though we're carrying a burden on our shoulders so be mindful of where your treasure is. Is your treasure on God? Is your treasure on the good things in life? Or is your treasure something that is weighing you down? And remember, that's where your heart's going to be. So be careful with what you treasure in your life. Be careful with what you hold on to. And ask yourself, truly be honest with yourself. Is what I'm holding on to something that is good for me? Or is it something that is weighing my heart down? I love you guys. And I just pray uh, a blessing over you. And uh, thank you again for joining me here at Living Encouraged. Thank you.